Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is an author and a professional storyteller. Hi, Karen. Hey, Michael. What story do you have today? Here's one from Derek Murphy. It is early 2018, maybe even late 2017, and I am living in Virginia at the time. I'm going to a community college in uh, Hampton, but I lived in Newport News. And uh, I had been separated from the Marine Corps honorably, uh, but abruptly, about three years before that. It was about 2015. I'm working at J.C. Penney, and I don't really like it. You know, it's just something to do, um, and I'm you know pretty pretty low on funds. I'm not doing so great there. Everything is gray. I'm not really motivated. Um, I don't feel like I have any meeting. One of my friends from the Marine Corps, his name is Christian. Um, he, it, it took him about a year and a half for him to convince me to come and visit him in uh, Fort Lauderdale. You know, I say, no, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I can't really afford it. But I save a little bit of money. And uh, I go down there for one of my birthdays. And we go to Miami. Me and Christian never really uh, actually get together for some reason. Something was keeping us from uh, linking up. But I still had a great time. The weather in Miami was amazing. And the, the culture, the nightlife. You know, we went to Brickle. I fell in love. I had an epiphany and uh, made a small vow that I would be back because I felt like I could accomplish my dreams. You know, once I got back to Virginia, all I could think about was Florida. It took me about six months and, I, and I'd had enough. Um, I knew that I was going back. I sold everything that I had. I was really low on cash, really low on money. I sold everything I had and I only took what I could carry. I had about $1,200 in my pocket and I caught three buses uh, to get down to Fort Lauderdale. Actually, what happened is I ended up staying in Homestead. The person who was supposed to be ready to receive me, they had their family staying over and didn't really uh, anticipate the time right. So I ended up staying in, in Homestead in an Airbnb for an extended stay uh, to the point where I was doing small tasks to try and get my payments smaller. I'm living by the, the slimmest means possible. And... Um, I stayed down there for a while, and I had, I had originally come down there not to work and like go to school and stuff, but to perform. I was doing a lot of music. I had a lot of alone time and a lot of downtime when I was in Virginia, so I picked up a hobby of writing, uh, and I loved it. Um, I had a couple of really good songs, in my opinion, and uh, I would send them to Christian every now and then, and eventually Christian sent them, uh, or sent one of the samples to a friend of his, now a mutual friend of ours, uh, Leighton, he had connections to a club uh, through his family. He let me know that it, it wouldn't be impossible if I wanted to perform um, on one of their karaoke nights. Um, this wasn't some <clears throat> amateur karaoke either. It was, uh, you know, full stage, you know, lights were everywhere. You had to perform as if you were that artist. It was a big deal. 
I got to do it. He finally called me. I've, I stayed in Homestead maybe about five or six months. And uh, he finally called me. He says, we got a spot for you. Uh, you're going to perform tomorrow. Tomorrow? What? You know, I'm freaking out. I'm not ready to, to do anything. You know, I'm, I'm just climbing out of the hole that I got myself in. Um, you know, what song am I supposed to memorize? Are there any rules or anything? Um, he goes, here's a list of the artists that you need to pick from. You can pick a song and you need to memorize it and you need to perform it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, luckily, there was an artist I was familiar with, uh, Biggie. The night came, I was supposed to perform and I actually did pretty well. I actually did pretty well. Um, no, I did not memorize it to the T, uh, but my sense of rhythm and my confidence, they they held me afloat. And uh, it just it just dawned on me that uh, it in Virginia, I would not have been able to do that. I would not have been able to come out of my shell and be confident in who I am um, because it felt like it, it was going nowhere. Um, but in Florida, in Fort Lauderdale, in Miami, those places gave me uh, life. Those places gave me passion for who I am. And I'm proud to be who I am. And Florida helped me realize that. Derek Murphy with a story about how moving to South Florida changed his life. You know, I think we should have a whole segment on that because so many people tell us about that. It's lovely. It feels good every time I hear it. It's such a nice story, too, that he came out of his shell because of karaoke. And when you hear that voice, I mean, that voice is so perfect for radio, I can't imagine how he sings. It must be incredible. It is quite an incredible voice. And how are you a professional karaoke singer? <laughs> well, I don't know if he's a professional karaoke singer. I think a more formal setup. I think that was how he said it. I mean, what makes somebody a professional that they get paid for it? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I was just surprised about how serious people take this. It's just captured the imagination of so many people that they're still doing this so many years after it came to this country. Karaoke, you could say, is kind of a metaphor. I, I know sometimes I get out of hand here with them, but it's kind of a metaphor for what Derek is talking about. You know, what do you do? You, ta you take your life into your own hands. You make your own decisions. You don't just take what's given to you. He joined the Marine Corps. He then went on with his life, moved for, uh, to somewhere he hadn't been and uh, changed everything. And when you are singing a, uh, with a karaoke machine, bear with me here, his story is about finding his voice. You know, his story is about finding who he is and what he wants to do with his life. And I think karaoke is a great way of expressing that. Well, he certainly is lucky that he found an avenue to do that with. And he's, he, I guess he's certainly lucky that he has that confidence to just change his life that way. And things did not really start off so great when he comes to Fort Lauderdale and he thinks he's staying with somebody and then it turns out he can't stay with that person and he's on his last few dollars and he uh, has to stay in an Airbnb. I mean, you know, things do not look auspicious right away. And we are reminded of what makes a great story. It makes a difficult life, uh, but makes a great story. Going from everything is gray to Florida, where everything is colorful and where his voice is vibrant. 
Well, congratulations to Derek, and thank you, Karen, for bringing us Derek's story. We'd like to hear more South Florida stories. How can people get in touch with you? You don't have to sing your story. You can just tell us. Send me an email to cneil, that's N-E-I-L-E, C-N-E-I-L-E, at fau.edu, and just request instructions, and I'll be happy to send them along. We have archive stories at our website at wlrn.org. Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. See you next week. Dr. Karen Neal is an author and a professional storyteller. My name is Michael Stock. The public storyteller returns next Sunday. 